Hello and welcome to Centerpoint, the podcast for the Center for Educator Recruitment, Retention, and Advancement. We're also known as CERA. I'm your host, Todd Scholl, and on this episode of Centerpoint, we are going to be talking about the South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program. The South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program has an application window each fall. This fall, that window is September 1st through December 1st, 2018. And on the program today, uh, we're going to be hearing from that program's director, Jenna Hallman. So without further ado, here is Jenna Hallman. I'm with uh, Jenna Hallman. Jenna is the assistant director at Sarah. She's also the director of collegiate and service programs. And one of the programs that Jenna oversees is the South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program. We're going to talk with her about that today. Welcome to the program, Jenna. Hi, Todd. Thanks so much for having me. Um, uh, You're welcome. It's always a pleasure to to have you on the program. And, uh, you know, this time of year, early September, uh, is the time when we open up the application window for the next cohort of, uh, of teaching fellows. And so around this time of year, you and I have this discussion, and, and, and I think it's important for us to, first of all, talk to the listeners about exactly what the Teaching Fellows Program is. So if you'll start off and just give a brief overview of the program, I think that'd be a good place for us to start. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing to understand is that the South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program is a fellowship forgivable loan program for students who are interested in becoming a South Carolina teacher. So there are two different pieces there, the fellowship and the forgivable loan program. Students who participate in the Teaching Fellows Program are going to receive up to $6,000 a year, up to $24,000 over four years, while they pursue a degree that's going to lead to initial teacher certification. And that's all based on annual General Assembly funding. When they finish the program, the expectation is, and the requirement of the program, is that they are going to teach one year for every year they accepted funds from the program in a South Carolina public school. So that's that forgivable loan piece. You receive this money while you go to school, you're going to get some extra opportunities that we'll talk about, and then you're going to teach in a South Carolina or South Carolina public school in order to repay this loan. If for some reason a student does not complete the program in good standing or they decide not to teach in a South Carolina public school, then those monies that they accepted over those four years have to be repaid to the state of South Carolina. So that's the other side of this. Um, If for some reason you are not teaching, you are expected to repay that money plus interest. And we're at two percentage points above the Stafford in terms of our interest for the South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program. Okay. Now, um, let's say someone is interested in that. They're, they're interested in teaching and they're, they're interested in pursuing this fellowship. Mm-hmm. What, are the, what are the basic criteria for them to be eligible to apply? In order to apply for teaching fellows, you have to be a U.S. citizen or permanent resident alien legally authorized to be in the United States. And I'm going to pause there for a minute and just make a quick note that Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, those DACA students, unfortunately are not eligible for teaching fellows. So you have to be a U.S. citizen, a permanent resident alien, a South Carolina resident, and a current high school senior or junior who is graduating early who will be ready to start classes at a college or university in the fall of 2019. 
Now, do you want to go ahead and make sure everybody understands the teaching fellows institutions are responsible for screening their incoming fellows. And that happens really in those weeks leading up to fall semester. And they're trying to ensure that everyone meets the residency requirements that I just described. So if for some reason an incoming fellow is found to be non-compliant with either citizenship or residency requirements, they will be denied the Teaching Fellows Award. So just in summary, you have to be a U.S. citizen, permanent resident alien, legally authorized to be in the United States, South Carolina resident, current high school senior or junior graduating early. Okay. Now, uh, you, you mentioned this in, in the first question you, in your response. Um, I think it's important really for people to, to note here that the difference between a fellowship and a scholarship. Um, mm -hmm. as, as a father of a senior in high school, that, that can get confusing that like you have grants and fellowships and scholarships and understanding well, what, what, what do I have to pay back? What's, what, what are my responsibilities? Can you talk a, a little bit more about how this is a program, how it's uh, the difference between a fellowship and a scholarship and sort of outline that? so that it's clear, really clear to those who might be applying what sure. their responsibility is going to be. Absolutely. I'll do my best to kind of cover that information. So when we think about a scholarship, a scholarship is usually money, money that is awarded to a student to help pay the cost of their college or university experience. With a fellowship, there is a money piece of that. So as I mentioned, up to $24,000 over four years while you're pursuing that degree that leads to initial teacher certification. But there are other requirements on top of that, other opportunities that go along with it. So teaching fellows participate in enrichment and leadership programs at their teaching fellows institution. They have professional development opportunities and are involved with communities and businesses throughout the state. So when we think about teacher preparation, there's a set of courses that everyone who wants to be a teacher is going to take no matter what college or university they choose to attend. Teaching fellows is this layer above that. So it's these extra opportunities, some extra responsibilities, including going to meetings and taking on some leadership roles. But I think that it really prepares these students to be teacher leaders once they enter the classroom. And another uh, component that's important for them to understand is that they can't just go anywhere with this fellowship, that there are actually, we have teaching fellows institutions with, with campus directors and, and our folks who are already there, uh, who are our, our teaching fellows, and, and they become a part of a group at one of these institutions that's really prepared to help um, them through this program. Can you talk about those 10 institutions? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're a teaching fellow, you're going to be a part of a cohort at your institution. And that cohort is a set of like-minded individuals that are going to be with you throughout those four years, five years in some cases that it takes to prepare to be a teacher in South Carolina. And so you already have this, this group that's going to be taking classes with you that you already know when you come onto campus. And I think that's important. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Teaching Fellows Program is so successful. The cohort then functions underneath a campus director who is a college or university faculty member who is there supporting you during that time that you're on the campus. But this is a program. It's not just a scholarship. So you do have to go to one of the 10 teaching fellows institutions in the state. So for this year, our current teaching fellows institutions include 
Anderson University, Charleston Southern University, Coastal Carolina University, College of Charleston, Francis Marion University, Lander University, the University of South Carolina, the University of South Carolina Aiken, the University of South Carolina Upstate, and Winthrop University. Okay, so let's say I'm on board. I'm, I've met the criteria. I understand what this program's about. I really want to teach. I'm ready to apply. Uh, how do I do that? And how, how has the application changed this year? Yeah, so your first step is to go to the Sarah website, um, just sarah.org, and you're looking for the Teaching Fellows tab. There's a link there to Teaching Fellows application. I encourage you to read the information on that page. There's some important dates there that you need to familiarize yourself with, and, and maybe start planning ahead. Put these dates on your calendar if you're very confident that you're going to be invited to interview or that maybe you're going to make it all the way to being named a fellow and need to attend orientation. But there's also a link there for the brand new teaching fellows application. And this year we partnered with a group called Kaleidoscope. And I think we've created a much more user-friendly, mobile intuitive type of application. And I think the process is gonna be smoother for you, the applicant. And uh, so, so I know in previous years, when someone applied, they had this online component, and then they had to go to their guidance counselor with a form they printed out, and they had to go to references with forms they printed out. How has the application simplified that process? Yeah, I think we finally stepped into the current century, and we're doing all of this in an online environment. So when the student works their way through that teaching fellows application, you're going to hit a section where you're asked to input your school counselor's name and email address. And as soon as you start typing, you're probably going to get some pop-ups that are going to help you fill in that information. Once you hit send, um, your school counselor is going to receive an email from the Kaleidoscope system that will give them some specific instructions about how to upload the transcript. And Kaleidoscope has a lot of different pieces in place to make sure that that information is protected during that upload process. So the school counselor is going to handle that. They're going to get reminded, they'll receive prompts from Kaleidoscope if that isn't happening. And you, the candidate, can go to your dashboard and watch and see when your transcript has been uploaded. And that's important because the transcript has to be uploaded by 11.59 p.m. on December 1st. If we don't have that transcript, your application isn't considered complete. So you want to be monitoring, monitoring that dashboard and reaching out to your school counselor if necessary. But know that Kaleidoscope is going to be doing that as well. So that's one piece. Further into the application, you'll be asked about naming some references. And you need two references for your teaching fellows application. One of those references must be a current high school teacher. The other one can be anyone you want to include as long as they're not a family member. You'll follow a very similar process as you did for your school counselor, name, email address, click send, you're going to push a notification directly to those people and then they will log back in through the Kaleidoscope, Kaleidoscope system and complete a reference survey. Those surveys also have to be completed by 11.59 p.m. on December 1st. And again, you can monitor all that through your dashboard. So if, for example, I have asked my boss at my part-time job to complete my reference survey and it's not happening, I know that I need to follow up with that person. You also have the ability to come back in. Let's say that all of a sudden that reference is no longer available and you need to add someone else. You'll be able to do that as well. 
One other really big change with the application that I'm super excited about this year is the fact that you do not have to complete it in one sitting. So in the past, you had to sit down and do the entire application all at once. Now the Kaleidoscope system is going to save it as you move through it. So if you need to step away for a little bit, gather some more information and come back the next day and complete it, you can absolutely do that. You can also log back in and make edits, changes, additions, all the way up to 11.59 p.m. on December 1st. So there's no need to create multiple versions of your application. The big thing to remember here is that you have to use the same email address at one you use to create your application and then to log back in. And don't worry, because Kaleidoscope's going to send you an email with some information about how to handle that process. All that sounds great. Sounds like a much easier process for the applicant. Um, and uh, hopefully that they're going to find that as easy as we, we expect it to be. Um, and so you did mention the, the deadline of December 1st at 1159 PM. Everything's got to be submitted through that uh, online application by then. There's no, no late exceptions. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, last question I want to leave you with, with Jenna is more of like a philosophical question rather than we've gone through sort of the technical pieces of this. Um, let's say that I, I am, uh, I'm interested, but I'm not 100% sure this is what I want to do. But I, I th I'm pretty sure I want to be a teacher. Uh, I'm, I'm confident that's my, my career goal. Um, what is it about the Teaching Fellows Program that is, besides the, the money that's going to help me get through college, what is it about the Teaching Fellows Program that's going to help prepare me for that career that's going to um, make me a teacher leader? What is it, what is it that I'm going to experience that maybe other education students aren't going to get to experience? Yeah, so um, before I answer your question directly, Todd, let me just speak to the fact that as a senior in high school or that junior graduating early, you only have one opportunity to apply for teaching fellows. So if you're even considering teaching as a profession, then you need to go ahead and apply now to December 1, because you can't come back in January, February, or your first year at that college university and decide you want to be a fellow. So it's better off to put the application in now and work through the process, and you can always turn it down at the end. And we, we understand that that might happen. So I want to make sure that we're very clear about that. This is the one and only opportunity for you as a senior or junior graduating early to apply for this program. So don't miss it. Then to answer your question, you know, what am I going to receive as a teaching fellow, really what makes this program special? Um, I think part of it is that cohort that I mentioned, the fact that you have this pre-existing group when you arrive at that college and university campus, because that can be a little bit unnerving, a little bit different for a lot of our students. You have that campus director that's going to work so closely with you, but then it it's the program and the interactions that you're going to have. So the fact that we're bringing in speakers all the time. We're bringing in teachers who are talking about current events and what it's really like in the classroom. So it's, it's focused on the practical aspects of teaching. We're bringing in the administrators who are talking about what teacher leaders are doing in their schools or school level administrators who are talking about what's happening, um, district level administrators who are talking about what's happening at the district level. You're interacting with the Palmetto State Teachers Association and the South Carolina Education Association. You're hearing from the State Teacher of the Year. 
Um, you're getting leadership development. We use Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People as our language of leadership across our programs. You're going to conferences. There are just so many extra opportunities that come with being a teaching fellow. Not only are you more prepared, but you're also building that resume. And you're in those schools from year one, so you can begin to develop those relationships with teachers and administrators in the schools where you might want to teach. Well, Jenna, sounds great. Uh, I'm excited about the launch of this new application, and I'm, I'm hopeful that even more young people who are interested in teaching will, will apply for the program. And um, under your leadership, it's, it's develop, developed and grown, and we've seen such incredible data with the, the number of teachers that were, uh, that were former teaching fellows, the, the rate at which they're employed here in South Carolina, and the success that we see a lot of them having becoming teachers of the year and, that, and, and be developing into teacher leaders. We know we have the data to back up what an effective program this is, and that's in large part due to your leadership. So thank you. Uh, any final comments you want to leave with our audience before we sign off? I just want to make sure that everybody takes a few moments to check out the information about the application. Remember, September 1 to December 1, one and only shot opportunity to go ahead and apply for this program. And then also begin researching the teaching fellows institutions because each institution runs its own sort of unique program under the auspices of what we require from Sarah. So you're not just choosing your college and university, you are truly choosing a teaching fellows institution and a program as well. And you can find information about all our schools on the teaching fellows part of the Sarah website. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. Hope you have a, a great day, and, uh, and as we see these applications roll in, that we continue to be impressed by what is the future of teaching here in South Carolina. Absolutely. Thanks, Todd. Jenna Hallman. Well, if you know anyone who's interested in applying for the South Carolina Teaching Fellows Program, tell them to head on over to our website at sarah.org. That's C-E-R-R-A dot org. Along the top navigation, you'll see Teaching Fellows, Hover over that, and then you'll see a sub-menu. Just click Teaching Fellows Application. Once you get to that page, you'll see lots of important information, a video, and the criteria for uh, being eligible for the program. And then below that, you're going to see a link to the online application. And a reminder, all of the application components are online this year. If you're interested in Sarah's other programs and services, you can also investigate the website at sarah.org. You can also check out the nation's model for pre-collegiate teacher recruitment at teachercadets.com. You can also follow or like us on Facebook and Twitter at Sarah SC, that's C-E-R-R-A-S-C. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Centerpoint, the podcast for the Center for Educator Recruitment, Retention, and Advancement.